Welcome everyone. Thank you for joining us. It's the Canton Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee, our monthly meeting. Time is 7.07 p.m. How's everybody doing? Thank you. Crazy, crazy week so far. It's just Monday, right? <laughs> it's been crazy <laughs> for me. Um, we've got uh, several things on the agenda today. Um, we're going to actually start uh, with Naomi's going to read an Indigenous Land Recognition Statement. Um, you actually brought that up at our last meeting. I did. And we thought Thank that you. was a really good idea. Um, and I think other town committees are doing it as well. Or? I, I believe so. Okay. Yes. Awesome. So we're, we'll start with your introduction with the uh, the statement. Thank you all, and I thank you, Cynthia, and of course Julie, for you know um, giving me the opportunity to read this um, land acknowledgement. I'll start by saying that. Um, I don't always have to do it. We could all take turns to research the land that we are on, just um, a way to show respect and honor the people who came before us. We honor and respect the native people. I'll stand. We honor and respect the native people who came before us, who still live here on this land and share their heritage and culture with us. The Kenton Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee, the CDEI, is committed to honoring the spaces that we occupy in the advance of our work. While we are all in different spaces and on different lands, today as we convene here in the Kenton Library, I wish to acknowledge that here in Kenton, Massachusetts, I'm standing on the traditional Massachusetts lands served by the Punkapog and the Neponset people. These Massachusetts tribes spanned along the coast from the Neponset River towards Plymouth, to Salem, as well as to the Worcester region. The Massachusetts people led by their Sachems, I hope I'm saying that right, Sachems. They hunted, they fished, they worked their quarries, they created tools, and they sculpted their weapons. They planted vast fields of grain, corn, squash, beans, harvested, prepared, and stored their harvest. Today, as we hold space and take this moment to acknowledge the first people of Canton, Massachusetts, I would encourage us all to learn about the traditional lands of our diverse hometowns. I honor America's first people and all elders past, present, and emerging. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, beautiful. I appreciate that. Yeah, and we had talked about um, trying to figure out a way to recognize the indigenous people. We had talked about um, the project that the high school was doing with the Historical Society with regards to labeling all of the light boxes or electrical boxes in the town. And I know that was a project that was being done by the Paul Revere Heritage Society, the Historical Committee, and CDI was asked to um, help out by offering, you know, feedback, and I don't know where that meeting went, but this was like last fall when they were doing a lot of that work, um, and I don't know if anybody's heard anything from the high school or the historical committee. Um, I know I um, reached out to Betsy a while ago just to sort of get an idea of where they were, and I know they were having meetings during the day when most of us are at work, um, but that was the time that they could meet with the teachers that were sort of a part of the project. I think they were in the art department and maybe the history department at the school. Um, that we're also helping with that project. So this sort of ties into that in the way that this is our way of also, you know, showing respect 
um, to the to the indigenous people of this town. Okay. Can I just add one thing? Sure. I, I went yesterday to the historical um, society. They had a meeting about um, Canton and Stoughton, how they used to be together mm -hmm. as part of Dorchester, mm -hmm. then it became just Stoughton, and then Canton basically succeeded from Stoughton. And they mentioned a lot about the indigenous population of the Canton-Stoughton area. And after the meeting, I went up to a, a gentleman, and he's really involved with the whole genealogy with the indigenous population, and I said, hey, you know, I'm part of this committee, we're trying to do an event, and he gave me several contact people in Canton, Stoughton, to reach out to, who would want to, you know, participate in a program if we would put it together. Mm -hmm. Or maybe invite them to a meeting. Right. We don't have to necessarily have an event to have them come and join us, and just talk about some of the work they're doing in the neighboring towns. Um, I know that's something we definitely talked about at the very beginning of this committee's forming and definitely last year, just sort of doing a better job at reaching out to that group so that we know, um, you know where they are in the town. Um, so yeah, that's definitely a great idea. And if you want to share that contact information, you can just send it in the email to the group so that um, when we all make the decision to either create a subcommittee or somebody volunteers to sort of help with reaching out to those contacts um, and maybe inviting them to our November meeting. Um, I know we'd always try to do something sort of representative around the October, November timeframe um, since there's, you know, Indigenous People Day and then there's Thanksgiving. So if we could try to get someone to talk to in the November timeframe would be great, but I always feel like we're always, you know, behind the eight ball and not able to plan that. So because we, we take the summers off and we come back in September and we're off and running and oftentimes you have to make those connections far in advance. People's calendars get booked really quickly. But it doesn't mean we shouldn't try. So if you want to send an email off sure. with all the contact information, then somebody will be able to uh, start that dialogue at least. Any other follow-ups to the statement that Naomi just read? Thoughts, comments? Okay. That's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks again. The kids helped me do some research too, so I'm proud of that. Yeah, the JFK kids. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. All right, are we ready to approve the minutes from last month? Has everyone had a chance to look at it? Yes. Okay, I can take a motion to approve the minutes from September 12th, 2022. Does anybody want to move a motion? So moved. So moved. Second it. I'll second it. Second by Christine. All right, all those in favor to approve the minutes, indicate by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? Any abstentions? Okay, one abstention, Jenny. Okay, thank you. And now really quickly before we get into the next agenda item, I just wanted to read something. Julie couldn't be here today, but she had some notes that she wanted to share. And I'll read that really quickly and then we'll go right into the global diversity event. Okay. Hi, Cynthia, please share with the group my comments on the agenda items. Land recognition, agenda item one. Love this and love that we are incorporating this tradition into our meetings. Thanks, Naomi. Uh, agenda item three, global diversity event. I will be there. Please let me know if there is any specific way I can help. Agenda number five, I think this had to do with social media, looking to get more people involved with posting. Um, I've taken the lead on the social media calendar and although it's not a heavy lift, it's a lot to do it alone. Additionally, it doesn't feel right to do it alone because I'm just one voice on the committee. I would love two more committee members to commit to just emailing back and forth ideas for posts. I can post them but having diverse write-ups 
pictures, perspectives really helps. Please let me know if there is at minimal two people who can help with this task. Agenda item number six, this had to do with the community and unity. I added it back to the agenda because I know we had been really doing a lot of work with that and then things kind of fizzled a bit and then you guys had met and decided to sort of restructure it. So I put it back on the agenda just to see where we are. She had some comments about that. Just like the social media updates, community and unity works when there's a strong subcommittee. I think we petered out without the pressure of a monthly article. I take responsibility for not staying 100% on top of that. I don't think it was just her issue alone. I think decisions were made and you guys were looking at different directions. That being said, moving forward, I think we need three people to keep this going with the citizen. Jay is more than willing to explore ideas, people slash people, but we need to be thoughtful about who we suggest. And again, if this is just one person's perspective, it is not achieving the goal of exposing more views, more people, etc. Like social media, this does not require extra meetings. Just a few emails back and forth throughout the month, eight to 10 articles a year was our goal. I think we are a little more than halfway there, but we have some catching up to do. Two people willing to jump in on this with me would appreciate the help. Miscellaneous. Recruitment, which I'm going to talk about as well as you know. Um, we need to get more people to commit to being on this committee. Before most of you came in, Alan reminded me of an email he sent. Julie sent me an email of a person who's interested. So we have a couple of people who are interested. It's just a matter of coordinating schedules just to have a quick conversation. I like to talk to everyone who wants to join just to get an idea of their background, what their interests are, if it's a right fit. Um, and so that's on my plate to do and sort of sift through those requests. Um, back to Julie's comments. Let's think outside of the box, try to remember the faces we see at events, ask them to attend another event, a meeting perhaps. We need to keep growing and we can do that through people power. It is all of our jobs to bring more people into this circle. We need to commit to making that a personal goal for each of us, wondering if in the spring we should have a CDI social, it's not a bad idea, where we have free apps, appetizers, people come for food, and a door prize. They absolutely will come for that, money, food, to get people to come, socialize, and learn more about CDEI. Okay, so I just wanted to throw that all out there. Um, and we can sort of comment on a lot of these as we go through the agenda, but I just wanted to make sure I included that. So it's a lot, and a lot of this is, you know, stuff we've talked about, um, you know, like, again, my announcement and Julie's announcement last month, we're both sort of worried, obviously, and, and Sasha, to your point, when you saw some of the items I was listing off, you're like, we need a, we need a Bible, we need a book, we need to know what's going on. I was like, so <laughs> I can see her pressing the alarm. <laughs> manual, I'm like, you know, and I, you know, I had said to Nicole about, you know, we don't know what we don't know, Precisely. right? So it's like when somebody says, oh, did you do this? Then there's a trigger of like, oh, we need to do this. Yeah. Um, but until somebody, until you ask, we, it's not on anybody's radar. So we really do need to have a list of everything that you're doing and that, you know, I mean, it should be across the board. What do each sure. of the subcommittees do? What is, what's the responsibility? Like start to build that out because over time, all of us will probably kind of, you know, there will be ebb and flow for this group and the people that come in should be able to pick up where we've left off and then tweak it how they want to move it forward, but at least have a little bit of a roadmap. Um, for us, yeah, we need that roadmap sooner. Yeah, <laughs> and that's fine. And I, I was thinking about that because 
again, a lot of the stuff is in my head and right, in my own right. my own personal Gmail. I have a Gmail CDI folder that everything yes. that has to do with CDI is in that right. folder since 2020. And yes, that doesn't help anyone in the room when it's in my folder, right? So, um, so I'm actually thinking about does it make sense for us to have a one-off meeting and just walk through everything, you know, sort of publicly so we all have it and then it's recorded. Um, we could certainly do that and just have like, it's not necessarily a committee meeting per se, it's really just an administrative meeting where we sit down and we go through tasks. Like what do we do with an event? What do we do when it comes time to post the agenda? That's a task. What happens when people are interested in the committee? What happens when people leave? You've got to edit the town page. I have access to that and I think it's only me right now. Maybe Julie might. I don't think she's ever logged in. But I go onto the town page. I log in with my credentials and I edit whenever we lose a person or gain a person. Right. Um, the Facebook logons, as you know, it's just me and Julie. It used to be Emily. So these are all the things we need to sort of itemize and sort of figure out and assign to people even if it's just one person right it's not necessarily required for two people to do every task right. just to have someone on the books to say okay who do you go to when you need x right you and know is there, yeah right and is there somebody who holds kind of all of that information mm -hmm. so that it can be disseminated to whoever might need it right is absolutely there, like where do we keep that right um, and at one point, we, we definitely still have access to the town share drive. Remember the share drive we set up a while ago? I don't think a lot of people use it. Um, I have the application loaded on my laptop, so any documents I write or, or edit gets uploaded. But again, it's a matter of, of getting people used to logging in, used to checking that area for documents. So that's the other thing. Like, I really don't want us to use Google Docs because it's kind of outside of right. the town. We really should be using the town share. Right. So maybe as a part of that meeting, I log in and I show everyone again how to go on, look at the documents, download them, upload them. Um, and so that's a great place to centralize everything because yep. there's stuff already there mm -hmm. from the very beginning, like when we were doing our mission statement drafts, we had all the contacts from the original people that wanted to be a part of the committee and then decided to step away when the committee was officially formed. We have all that stuff historically there. Right, and it may um, be good to actually take all of those things, you don't want to get rid of them, but archive them. Oh yeah, for sure. Right? And so, you can do that with the share. You yeah. absolutely can do that. Yep. So and then just have it there. there. But not when you're going in to look for something, you're not... Correct. Having to like sort through drafts and yep. to find the mission statement. In the shit drive, it's CDEI. Is that how it's labeled? That's how I it's labeled. It might even be fully spelled out. It might even say okay. Kenton Diversity, Equity, Inclusion. I can't remember. Um, but it's definitely there and it's definitely easily accessible. But it does take some training on how to upload the application, how to log in. And I know there's some people struggled with it. Stephanie was really good. Like she would go in and, and upload here and there. Mm -hmm. um, and um, Cheryl did once or twice, but it's it's definitely not it's not uh, user friendly. Um, so it's, it takes some training getting used to. But again, we can figure out if it's just one folder, we dump everything in for now, just so you have one place to go. At least that part is done. Yeah. Um, you know, everything from editing the minutes. Amy sends them to me and Julie. I look at the minutes. I go through them. I look at the video. I use that as a comparison because I know it's being recorded. I'll go through and edit things accordingly or make change, <coughs> subtle changes and then I send the minutes off. Those are all things we're doing behind the scenes. Somebody has to do that, right? Because you want the right. minutes to really reflect what we talked about, right. right? So again, it's a lot of stuff that I think just it's just getting done because I'm just doing it and sometimes I'll pull Julie in, but it's a lot and I think we've got to start to think about every meeting, start to think about who can help, who can step up. Like Amy, for instance, I thought about this on the drive here. 
someone has to do the minutes. It can't just be Amy. It's not fair. Because mm -hmm. when Stephanie, when uh, Cheryl left, Amy sort of took over, and that means she has to be at every meeting to do the minutes, right? So we've got to really start to think about that. And again, I'm going to probably just start reaching out to people and just really being forceful about it because I know I, I bring it up at the meetings and I say, okay, who wants to step up? And then I don't hear anything. And so then I go home and I get caught up in my other stuff and, you know, I lose track of time. And here we are in October right. and we still don't have a coach clerk. And that's a very important role because, as you know, the clerk not only just does the minutes, they're also very much a part of the anti-hate statement. So they're the people that are working with the, the chair and the vice chair to come up with the statement, edit it, make sure it looks good, and represent all of us collectively when a statement is produced mm -hmm. or submitted. So, again, just trying to make sure everyone understands this only works if everyone steps up, you know. And if it, even if it's a small task... It can't just be two or three people doing the majority of the tasks. Right. Yeah. And I, I think I think really kind of spelling out mm -hmm. what all the tasks are, mm -hmm. I think putting that into, put it in writing as to what are the responsibilities mm -hmm. for each of the roles, yeah. I think it will allow people to, you know, everyone to be, you know, because then you, you can decide, yes, I can do this, but no, I, I, I can't do this, right? Versus mm -hmm. just kind of thinking about it, really making it very intentional. Agreed. And so maybe the thought is we have a separate meeting to kind of just walk through those tasks and responsibilities. We've done that before when we were trying to come up with the anti-hate statement. We just mm -hmm. did a meeting, a one-off, and right. that was very helpful to right. do that and just focus on that. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'd like us by the end of this meeting to kind of talk through if it makes sense to do that next month. I know the holidays are tough, so December can be a little tricky. Um, and if we have to do it in January, we can do it in January. I just want to make sure it's on the books yep. so we don't forget it. Um, and then we just dedicate that one-off meeting to, and it doesn't have to be a Monday. It can be a Wednesday. Right. Right? We can move it around. Could you maybe make it maybe an hour before this meeting? Like, so it's the same night or? It's or? hard to commit for me two hours okay. in one day. Yeah, for, especially evening times. Because um, I actually go, when I leave here, sometimes I go home and work again yes. for my, like, my job that I get paid for. <laughs> I'm like working weeknights so for me it would be hard um, I like the idea of doing a separate day because it just offers that flexibility um, and then we can just dedicate it because you think about it if you do it like you said you're exhausted by the time you get to the meeting and it's just a long day um, and again it doesn't have to be a meeting where all 12 of us need to be there right. it's just a majority of us need to be the seven of us need to be there to make quorum um, so yeah, I think we should at least throw some dates out in the next few months, commit to it, and then. Um, and there could be some other. Meetings, I agree. I think know. it should be sooner. I just didn't yeah, want to push January, November like because I know it's tricky. Yeah. yeah. I know. You're going to be gone, and we're all going to be like, what? Well, I'll still be around. Yeah. I mean, I'll be officially down at April. Is there information <laughs> that we need? <laughs> Sasha knows how to. Yeah. Trust me, Sasha. Sasha knows how to find me. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I don't. We don't have to wait till January. Honestly, I mean, I only am just being thoughtful because I know people's schedules, people with children, students. The other thing is, if it if it works for people, for some of the smaller, like mm -hmm. pulling things together and and putting like what are the tasks, what are the responsibilities for subcommittees and things like that. Mm -hmm. We don't necessarily have to have any formal meeting, right? So it doesn't have to like be a, enough of a court. It could be just a, a couple of people. Who yeah. get together you can create a subcommittee mm -hmm. and say, okay, let's let's put all of this together. So then we're bringing it to the 
larger meeting, right? So like make it make yeah. it. Um, so what like and we can talk about now. We can vote on that. Do we think it makes sense to create a subcommittee that just deals with the administrative tasks of the group, getting it recorded, getting it documented, making sure we know what the documents are, and then we share that with the larger group once you know the subcommittee has worked through it. I don't think there's a wrong way to do that, right? It's a matter of how we want to do it. At least with the larger group, it's recorded and we're on record, right? right? If you do the subcommittee and it's only three or four of you, we don't have to do a formal meeting. Right. We just get together and in a coffee shop and the big group precisely it's part of the meeting. Yeah, on the agenda. So. So looking for feedback from everyone. If you guys, what are your thoughts? Do you think it makes sense to do a subcommittee? It's more realistic. I think so. I mean, that was my idea was it would probably mm -hmm. be good because, you know, and it may be kind of a little bit of a moving target of a subcommittee mm -hmm. because depending on which components we're kind of targeting to, you know, kind of put all of the details mm -hmm. in a document, um, you know, some, you know, sometimes different people may be participating in it. So it could be kind of a moving subcommittee depending. I, sure. Yeah, I agree. I think it's probably going to need to be planned out by target, right? So you need to document everything that goes into an event. And you sent us a short list, and I was so excited when we'd already done something that was on the list. <laughs> <laughs> That's a start. Okay, we don't need to do this work anymore. <laughs> yes. Like, check, check, check. Yeah. But there were things well, that one thing, never only, occurred to us. 20 things to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, there's, it's not just listing it out, it's also understanding how you're going about doing it. Right. Of those. So right. it probably makes sense to have, you know, a target of completing the events and then have a target of completing whatever the administrative stuff that you're doing right. in order to manage the actual committee when people mm -hmm. leave, when people come. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I feel like there may be different sections, so maybe we can start by right, get a section and put that together first. Right, so even yeah. advertising and yeah. marketing, right? <laughs> so the marketing of an event, um, you had, you know, just like you don't even necessarily know what the steps are for mm -hmm. that. We'll use like the Kent Citizen as, as an example, mm -hmm. right? What is the process for contacting the paper to mm -hmm. put something in the paper? And what's the fee? Like, what size of the ad do you normally choose? <laughs> exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. exactly. Right. Yeah. So like all of those, then it becomes the little like, details. There's the bullet yeah. points and then what are the details yeah. for And you know, event. depending upon the kind of event, certainly if we wanted to have wine in the library, we have to go to the select board for We have that. to get an entertainment so license. Right. There, yep. And a liquor license. There are different mm -hmm. things depending upon Of course. Yeah. And then so, there's the budget aspect of it. And we haven't right. even mm -hmm. talked about that. Each, each right. in December, I get an email saying, hey, here's your budget from last year. What are you asking for for next year? And I just look at it. And you know, last year I winged it. I added $1,000 for our high holiday, and that worked out pretty well. I think we spent almost 800 of that, and so that was just me throwing it out there. Um, but next year, if, if we're going to look to do this global diversity event every year, because you know, once you put annual on a paper, oh. that makes it every year. <laughs> I looked at that poster. I was like, she put annual. Did, You're committed. And then I, I know Christine oh. talked about you know um, Hispanic Heritage Month and yes. wanting to do something. So again, you know, these are all great ideas. And so what we do is we talk about them. We set the goal. And then, if we're really, really committed, we actually do it, right? And so, we can ask for the money, and if we don't use it all, it just goes back into the main fund, and then you just start over the next year. So, you know, if these are all things that we're looking at, we have literally starting next month, we should start thinking about next year's budget, because they're going to ask us to provide them with a number in January. Um, so, that's why we have to start talking and thinking about these things. So, that's something that goes on the administrative task, 
budget. When do you, when is it required? When do you start talking about it? Mm -hmm. So talk about right. it in a September October meeting. Be ready for a number to be submitted by you know January, and that's why it's important to have a chair because a chair is going to be handling a lot of those tasks, right? Even if you don't fill the vice chair um, position right away, the chair position is, is crucial because oftentimes other committees are looking for input from this group. They're asking from the chair, right? right. And if any time the select board administration uh, Judy reaches out when she has a question <clears throat> about something, she's reaching out to the chair. So that's one of the things we definitely want to start to talk about in early spring. Folks that are interested, that maybe want to take a stab at it, certainly everyone in here probably has my contact number, my phone number. Reach out if you want to talk offline, you want to just have a quick conversation about, okay, what's the responsibility? So, but it's definitely important to try to get a chair sort of solidified before, uh, before April if you can. <coughs> Um, and then the clerk position is another crucial position because that person's doing the minutes, like I said earlier, and helping with the anti-hate statements. We thankfully have not had to do one this year um, yet, this fiscal year, but you know how this world works. Um, so having that other person, at least one other person as a clerk role, because um, at some point Amy want to step down. She's been doing it since 2020, I think, late 2020. Um, so she may want to step away and, and do something else. Um, so again, a lot of us started around the same time, so that's sort of transitioning off and transitioning on. It's important to, you know, be thoughtful and mindful of those folks that are holding those positions for several years, you know. And then also recruiting, talking to friends, talking to neighbors, and, and just making sure they follow up. Because it's one thing to say, hey, I'm interested, and then I reach out, because that's what happened with one of the folks that was sent to me reached out didn't hear back from like three weeks and so and I get busy so if they're really serious they need to really be on it and responsive um, so that we can sort of get that process going get them filled out having them fill out the application and moving forward because that process can take three weeks to a month too because they've got to get appointed and so there's a process in play even with getting members on the team on the committee so did you have a question, Christine? Yeah, what's involved in the anti-hate statement and when do we issue those? So we only, well, we've only had to issue them three times. And it's usually when there's something that either happens locally or um, globally um, that affects a particular race or religion or any, any group that we represent, right? Um, and generally speaking, um, what happens is we, we actually got together last year, came up with a statement, a template, if you will, um, it's actually stored on that drive that we talked about. I have a copy of it as well. We've circulated around through email. And so what we've essentially done is created all of the core components of the document. And then what we do is we edit it to fit the particular group that's been targeted in a hate crime or something like that. Um, so we've had to unfortunately produce a statement for um, the API group, the Asian American group, um, when the issues were happening last year. We produced a statement for the Jewish community. Um, and I believe we did one for the killings of the African-Americans in Buffalo. I believe we put something out that time as well. So yeah, anything that falls under that, um, that's generally what we will, we'll have the chair, vice chair, and clerk get together separately outside of our traditional meeting, go over the incident, make sure all of the key components are in the template, and then edit accordingly, share it with the group, so that everyone here knows, and then we post it on our social media page. And usually it includes resources mm -hmm, for, for sure. people who are local, who may feel connected or even traumatized by what's happening nationally or globally. Exactly. Um, and it's an important point because 
we're representing Canton. Mm -hmm. um, and I think people have definitely asked the question, like, why are we posting about global events? Mm -hmm. um, but they have an impact on our local community. Absolutely. Very true. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's like, you know, sometimes, I mean, you, you, you want to walk through that and talk amongst each other to try to figure out, okay, does this make sense, right? Because there are times when it may not make sense. I don't think we've come across that yet. I think all those, the issues that we've had to face um, globally and locally, we've kind of all made the decision, this is the right thing to do. And sometimes it just comes up with, Sasha will send an email and say, hey, this is a perfect time for us to really submit something. What do you guys think? And then we're all kind of replying back on the email and like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because the first reaction isn't always the best reaction, right? Sometimes you've got to sit back and just sort of digest, process, figure out, okay, does this make sense? And if enough people are saying, yeah, I think it does, then we, then we make the decision. It's not done in a vacuum. It's not one person making the decision. It's sort of a collective decision. Okay. Any other thoughts before we get into the global diversity event? Okay. Um, the, uh, the town shared site mm -hmm. for the documents, so that's, is that a public, a publicly available so site? So no. Or is it so there's an, only we have access to? So, How does that work? So the town has a shared, uh, a shared directory that each department, each committee okay. has their own sort of area, if you will. I don't know if you do this at work. Sometimes you'll have a shared drive and it just says legal or HR yeah. or ISD. Um, so it's very similar to that. It's just only <coughs> the CDEI group gets okay. to view their documents. You can see other folders if they're open. If a person hasn't locked it down, you can go through and sort of, you know, cruise through that. Um, but yeah, it's you definitely have to have an account to access it. And so when we initially started, I sent an email off to the town's IT administrator, gave email addresses and contact information, and then he created the account, sent emails to everyone at CDI and said, here are instructions on how to log on. I hope everyone got that email. I believe everyone did. And so you'd log on with the information, uh, set your password, and then you're off and running. But and he, I think he also included some documentation. So what I'll take as an action item, I'll go back through, sift through that information, and I'll reach out to him and let him know the folks that have left, let him know the folks that have been added, okay. so that we can start at least making sure that everyone has access to that area. Because okay. it's definitely one of those things where they just send documentation and you're just left to sort of figure it out. There's right. no official training on how to do it. Um, Unless he's unless there's a video available now, it wasn't available when we first started. So, I was thinking we could start this Bible, this manual. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if a Google Doc. I know you had some introduction to that, but yeah, I think a Google Doc everyone can sort of access, and maybe we could start fleshing out an outline um, with all of this important information that mm -hmm. you know you have saved in different places, um, and maybe that's. You know, just we can start there with just, just bullet just items. Just kind of start with an outline, and then just start adding information. You know, budgeting. When does that happen? Mm -hmm. um, event planning. You know, all these different things that, that you've mentioned. Now, recruiting. Um, you know, updating the website. Just kind of start with a big list, and then just start. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe just copying and pasting from the things that you have on that saved folder. Um, yeah, and I'm okay with starting with that. Um, Google Docs, I just even with the, the notes that you took for the Global Diversity event, they really should be in that central place yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's just your document that you shared with me, Sasha, and one or two other people. 
And so that's the concern is that it's not being publicly shared with everyone, right. and so people don't know where to go to find things. So it's okay to start with Google Docs just to sort of start the brainstorming session, just right. highlights, and then upload high level, that document, and then and upload. continue to update it. Yes, you know, that's as a great we go idea. Along, um, mm -hmm. and, and once everyone has access to it. Um, like the flyer, but it's okay, I think, to create the flyer offline. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> but sure. But once it's done, we really should. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do, um, whenever I send those documents, I do copy my school address, so mm -hmm. it is in the public domain, but if somebody's looking for CDEI, they're not necessarily coming to the school for it. No. Right. <laughs> um, so not. it's technically accurate, it's just not right. easily it's not accessible. Right, right category. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that's a great way to start. Um, you know, and I can certainly start by just drafting an email. I think that's what I promised Sasha, just to sort of a brain dump of here's what's been happening, here's what I just do, yeah. you know, and <clears throat> then we go from there and just build on that, and then we break it up into categories. I like the idea of having like an electronic binder, if you will, that yeah. you just... Mm -hmm. Yeah, just a manual that's yeah. like... Yeah, here's the yeah. events, here's what you do. Click on this link and that'll take you right to the Correct. page where this topic is, and, mm -hmm. you know. It can be organized for sure. Yeah, and it, it doesn't have to start organized. It can just be, you know, start that draft email and you're good. Just a brain dump. Just, yeah. yeah, just any, the <laughs> just next thing you think there. of, like keep that draft open and just mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, this thing. Uh -huh. um, and then we can, yeah. And you can build upon it. Yeah. Start building, yeah. Tidy it up. Yep, mm -hmm. for sure. Um, another question. Um, on recruiting, we mm -hmm. talked last time about maybe reaching out to do we call it CSET, Canton Students Embracing Diversity, as maybe a feeder source for... Um... So yes, I think we actually talked about the possibility, I think Helena brought up the possibility of appointing a student, and so I did okay. mention that if we're going to change the way this group is formed, yeah. we're going to probably have to write a warrant and submit it so that they can be voted upon in town, annual town meeting. We can't just arbitrarily make the change. Okay. Um, and so if we wanted to move forward with something and not have to wait for that piece of it, we can certainly do both tasks. Um, we could probably look at the option of just creating, um, just offering a volunteer spot for the student to come and attend the meeting. Because I know if they do anything community-based, they get volunteer hours, yeah. right? So it would require that somebody sort of work with Ed and work with maybe another administrator at the high school and even the middle school, perhaps. Maybe we want to go as far as the middle school to see if there's any interest in um, CSED at the high school, obviously. I don't think the middle school has a CSED no. sort of per no, se, no, right? They, they they so do, then, they do have some, now they do have some clubs and groups, but I don't There's know. no DEI representation at the middle school, though, right? That's just I don't think the there's anything school. formal. Right, okay. So yeah, if we wanted to just to start something, I probably the high school is probably the easiest because yeah. there's a win-win if they do it, they get the hours for community service. But you obviously want someone who's going to be committed to coming to the meetings every right. month, um, so that we can make sure that this is something that's sort of you know structurally happening. Otherwise, it'll just be a drop-in session where some students will come, some right. won't. But we could definitely do a better job at sort of promoting that. Yeah. Do we have to draft a warrant to seek out a volunteer? Or no. Is volunteer is fine because yeah. they won't have any voting power. Right. But if we're looking to actually have an appointed member of the high school, a high school student who perhaps may be in, um, I don't know if it's called student, yeah, student government. Like, yeah. let's just say yeah, yeah, somebody yeah, was is. interested in it. They yeah. may want to, <coughs> you know, join this as a part of that. Yeah. Um, and maybe as part of their... Um, membership or 
you know, one of their duties could be to reach out to student government at the middle school mm -hmm. and try to start getting them engaged so that we have sort of a feeder. So that when they get the to the high school, school exactly. they're ready and they're and off and running. Middle school has like a student government they, system. They, they do. Like a, uh, it's called it's called a student uh, student council. Yeah, it's not necessarily it like. Yeah, I mean, it's so more it's like, not like there's there's not a there's not like a president of that group. Like so, it's going to rotate between. If you want to be and, on, and, and so okay. Mr. Miko, the students have been invited, and okay. so CSED has been invited here. Okay. Um, since we since started, 2020. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and they have been given. Um, Mr. Miko approved that any student that comes to, it doesn't have to be an event, they don't have to volunteer if they come to a meeting, they get community service hours. Okay. Um, so that's already been established at the high school. Okay. They just haven't come. I think the hardest thing is that our meetings, you, you have students that are involved in sports, the, in drama, school, yeah. in sports, mm -hmm. in other <coughs> activities, and so by the time it gets to this time in the evening, I think for a lot of the students, they're like finishing up with those activities and then trying to get their homework done. And even at the middle school, um, this becomes a big, you know, for the kids now, the middle school is doing a lot more with like clubs and activities. And sports. And sports. Mm -hmm. And those kids too, their evenings, and I know that because I work with a lot of kids, mm -hmm. <laughs> and trying to sort out like when they, you know, when they're free and right. things like that. So it, that's, that's been the, the hardest thing is I think that because of the timing mm -hmm. of everything, I think there's, there's been a number of students who are very interested. It just doesn't necessarily always work. But there I also may be think an option. Um, there may be another angle we could try. Um, the way that the school committee set up with student representatives has adjusted in the past year um, so that it's actually more in line with the model that the Massachusetts law says. Um, so there's one person who comes to every meeting and she was selected, but she's a sophomore this year. She was a freshman last year. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're just getting a senior who's going around mm -hmm. and visiting people. Like, and she's actually engaged across Massachusetts with us. Isn't she amazing? I mean, so this woman, yeah, she's a sophomore, and she Emma Cummings is her name. So she's a student representative, and she's connected to everything that's happening in that school. She might be the person who can actually connect us to somebody who might really want to participate. That's a great idea, for sure. And I was also just to add to that, I was going to also say, again, just putting it back on us. You know, this is. That kind of outreach is something that should happen, like somebody here in the committee should just have a role, community outreach. Yeah. And that role would include reaching out to the students, high school, college even, there are college students in our town as well, looking to pull in more students and other community members, right? Not just for recruiting for membership of the committee, but just in general, community engagement, right? That just happens just in general. Um, so that could be something that someone takes on as a task, like mm -hmm. starting with, Emma and reaching out to her and seeing what her interests are yeah. with trying to help us out there and because um, yeah I think the more we're there at the schools and the more we're engaged with the students the more likely they are to sort of come and show up they don't know us they don't know what we're doing I don't know if we publicized who we are at the high school or middle school we don't necessarily go to I don't know if they still do the October event where they do all of the clubs they set up in the the gym yeah. every October what, what was it called the high school 
It's like yeah, uh, they, they do have their like, but that's a little. But it's different. like the you know the annual the thing they used to do when yes. they, they take the gym and they set up all right. the different Everybody clubs. Has tables, right. And we used to have a table for CFAD. CFAD would correct. have a table there. Correct. Um, and um, and I don't know if they still do that since COVID. I'm not sure. I, but I'm sure they didn't do it through COVID. Whether it's back. I don't know. Right. And so that's just another opportunity is to try to get on, you know, the school's calendar when they're doing events, try to plug in someplace and just sort of get our name out there and, and meet and greet, right? Good old-fashioned grassroots connections because that's how yeah. you make those connections. You just right. show up and mm -hmm. just connect <clears throat> that way organically. So when is the calendar for the school calendar um, it changes, and there is a push to try and get that finalized sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. um, it's that would be helpful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Prior, wait, prior to the school year. Agreed. Yeah. Coordinate. So you can coordinate events. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. There are other nuances that go into mm -hmm. the challenge, oh, but sure. we're working to settle it so that we can actually publish it earlier. Yeah. Okay, that would be a good thing. But what's the latest? It's been published. Is it June? April. Oh, April. Okay. I think. The, which I don't. Is I think it was in April last year. Was it? I don't remember yeah, being up. I thought it was June. Last year was the latest. Yeah. It was April. Yeah. It was. Was it, it was April? April? Okay. When, yeah, because we were on the thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's maybe it was. Awful, awful. No. No, but people have planned their vacations by then. You know, like oh, that yeah. last week of August. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, for that one. You're <laughs> for that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's in time for us to plan our events. Yes, yes, yes it is. For sure. Um, so okay. I might add, sorry, on sure. that um, to piggyback on recruiting as well. The camp, the cultural heritage night at the Galvin School is coming back. Oh, is um, it? Amy okay. Muldoon has just sent out an email. They're having their info session tomorrow. It's ten eighteen at um, roughly between two thirty and two three. Can you share with everyone what that event is? Yes, so, so that event um, was really about uh, the parents and um, students at the middle school gathering together in an evening to celebrate different cultures. Mm -hmm. And that ran for two years. Um, Anya Houghton used to be the Dean of Students at the time. She started out that initiative and it was I was involved in the two years where I brought hair braiders, hair braiders from an African hair braider who came and she was so popular. She didn't leave there till like ten o'clock and then yeah. she was very popular. Yes. Oh she had a line. She had a line of yeah. people wanting to get their hair braided, you know, and yeah. it was very interesting so was to share. Yeah, so yes, going yeah. to that Dancing, it was um, entertainment, entertainment, was all of it. and was, um, everybody brought food. Correct. So it was a potluck. So um, definitely before COVID. Yeah. Just yeah. So you're definitely aware. before COVID, and it was just. Bring food that share your culture is, yeah, essentially. Share your Correct. food. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so that entire hall, like what hallway, that middle, the middle school, school hallway was filled with filled food with and tables. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Right? It was really a. It was a. It was. A, it was really an amazing great event. Yeah. Event and it happened for two years and well attended it was, too. Mm -hmm. It was well attended and it was. It was really just. I mean, it was you know it was kind of an open night of yeah. like. What everything that was happening um, with the braid, hair braider, and other things that were going on, mm -hmm. um, and then, but then the the folks and who were entertaining, entertaining would be on the stage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So every the the um, everything that was happening in the cafeteria didn't stop. Okay. 
for what was on the stage. The other events. It was like an indoor festival, yeah. essentially, yeah. right? Yeah. Just music. I wish I wish I wish I wish there was yeah. there was African dance. There was a Brazilian group there too. There so many different groups that came in and and did things and yeah, it was just it was. I'm super excited that it's coming back. It was just for the. I think it was just the middle school families. And so no, no, but it was open to other. It was open to this email she sent is for all like all schools have been mm -hmm. uh, added to that email. It's but it was so focused on the middle school so students. So tomorrow? Family. Is it a planning meeting? The info session is tomorrow, um, right, two 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 thirty till three. Okay. At the middle school. Correct. Okay. At the Galvin Middle School. Yeah. Would it be sensible to kind of maybe think about instead of so so, not to take away, like doing something like that mm -hmm. on a community level. Mm -hmm. It like, would be like a great whole day to do that like you do it at, at a community like a, a keep going back to it. It's almost like what it's that's essentially it on a larger scale. Yeah. But like yeah. Well yeah, Medfield. I feel like was Kenton's heritage more Kenton, like how Kent was founded. I didn't I wasn't at that. Heritage of yes, and correct. Not, right. not the people. Yeah, there were the like characters dressed up yeah. as exactly. Like have, yeah, okay. from like so like Paul Revere. So it was, was Paul there. Revere more like right. It was mostly that. People. Yes, yeah. but but and this would be like if we could. Do right. So like Amy this was great. So I didn't get a chance to go, but Medfield just had. Medfield. A oh yeah, we shared that. Yeah. What do they call it? Culture, Culture Fest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, and they I said, um, the pamphlet. I got the pamphlet. <laughs> yeah, I was very impressed. I like. That it was very, a, a very impressive list of entertainment, food. Impressive. Yeah, very yeah, much. So th that's exactly that's a very good comparison. That's yeah, kind of like what we're talking they about. They said like kind of. 500 people attended. Oh wow! Yeah, well, like, that's amazing. The old hospital mm -hmm. site, um, and so they actually use that. They've, they've. Um, they they have an art center there now too. So they did it. So it was done, I think, at that art center that's still part of that campus mm. um, from the hospital. So um, it's just it has it had a good venue for um, being able to have an event that would, like that. that would be like Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's a lot of work, but yes, it's definitely something. If it's that's every the third year. annual. <laughs> yeah. Nice try, Nikki. We're planning for the budget now. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah, that was very nice. Yeah. Very nice segue. So yeah, sorry. Okay. I just thought I got the email and I thought I should. Yeah. Can you just share that email. with the group? Of course. Yes. Thank you so yeah. much. I want to get us back on the agenda because we still have yeah. such yeah. a large, a lot. Yeah, that's a good segue. Cover. Good segue. But that's a ne nice segue into the global <laughs> diversity event. So. Could you right. please share, Nicola, um, what you've been doing so far, what, what we're looking forward to for the 1027 date? Absolutely. Um, so we have, uh, and I just, oh, wait, I saw that other page, sorry. Um, okay, so on October 27th from 6 to 7 p.m., that's 6 to 7 p.m. It's been posted incorrectly in a few places, so it is 6 to 7 p.m. I'm not going to say what time it was wrong because then you'll get confused. Yeah. Um, it is from 6 to 7 p.m. <laughs> anyway. Doors will open at 5.45. Yes, thank you. Um, we have uh, worked through the plans that we talked about as an overall group. Um, some things shifted, some new things were added. Um, ultimately, we decided that for this year, we were not going to include food at the moment. Um, there was some difficulty with 
this time of year, the dark with the food trucks, and it just a weeknight. I'm sure might have had something to do with it versus a Saturday. Right, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so we decided to set that aside for this year. Um, we may still pursue food in the future. Um, and we, do we still have the? Um, I'm going to set that aside too. All right. So for a program, we have settled on um, it's an introduction about. Um, Sasha's actually going to share an introduction and, and bring together some of the cultural relevance and viewpoints uh, from your personal life. And that's going to segue into someone from the school. I think it'll be Derek Follin, might still be somebody else, to talk about the flags. Mm -hmm. um, so we do want to get into the high school and take a few pictures. I don't know if anybody has any interest in photography. Um, I had every intention of doing it myself and am just. So you need pictures of the flags, pictures how they're the displayed flags. in the hallway there? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yes. There is. I think it's a bit late to try and ask them for a particular deliverable. Is it? Okay. I don't know. I, I mean, wonder if it's something you could they're get. They're at the school. They're at the high school. school. I thought the website had a picture of it. Oh, does it? High school. Kitten High School's website? Can someone check that? Okay. That's a great that. point. They yeah. definitely okay. have seen I think that. we could just download it right from their Perfect. From yeah. school's website. And so okay. your, your, your idea is to take those pictures, what, put them on a poster board and have them out in just the community room? Just have it as a representation because if somebody's going to be there talking yeah. to a group of people who've never been in the high school, mm -hmm. I think it's necessary Nice to have for the, the, the visual. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and then we do have a student who is going to perform um, a song. I don't recall the name of it. I don't suppose you do. I don't recall. Uh, high school student? Yes. Okay. Yep, she is. Sorry, I have all of the details, and I've been flipping back and forth to take notes, and I totally got rid of it. Okay. Um, but from there, we were very excited that um, somebody last time had suggested Candida Rose, mm -hmm. and she is a Cape Verde musician, and she's also a cultural educator. Um, I am so pleased that we got the suggestion last time, uh, mm -hmm. because this woman's pretty amazing. So and Kathy actually knows her. Oh, no. Because Kathy's Cape Verdean as well. You know, mm -hmm. when I talked to Candida, she said that she knew Kathy. Mm -hmm. She does know her. Because I sent her the, the flyer. She's like, oh, by the way, I know the musician. I'm like, oh, great. I mean, Cape Verdean community is tight. Yeah. Because most of them, most of it's, so there's Brockton as a huge segment there, and then Dorchester, mm -hmm. that area. So they pretty much know, a good, a good number of people know each other. So, uh, so that's so, pretty cool. Yeah. So that, uh, that'll be our second segment. And then we're going to have our keynote speech. Um, and we are going to explore, so that will be Kathy Lopes, who is the DEI director at Newton Public Schools, but she's also, um, she has a consulting business, Inclusion Consulting. Mm -hmm. um, so we've asked her to come and speak about global cultures and perspectives, and really considering, you know, what is culture, and what would happen if we had no diversity, and thinking about our food, and our music, and mm -hmm. our architecture. And Sasha has an amazing story about bathrooms but um, <laughs> you know it's pretty fundamental you know mm -hmm. like there's some things that are just so core to how we think about the world and other people think about us entirely differently mm -hmm. um, so it, it, it's kind of a kind of a fun exploration so she will be presenting um, she's our keynote speaker mm -hmm. and from there um, we will have our wrap-up but the other thing that will be happening at the same time as this is a puppeteer Mm -hmm. In the children's library. In the children's oh. library, exactly. So we will have a puppeteer in the children's library at the same time, um, and she will be doing a custom show uh, with Global Diversity Themes. Mm -hmm. 
If anybody is going to volunteer to be in the children's, in the junior library as a CDI helper, like if kids are left there without their parents and you're there volunteering, you do have to have a quarry run um, by the library. Um, and so, you know, it's basic form and they'll run it. And that's a quick turnaround, Sash, yes. because today's the 17th, so I'm just thinking yes. you don't, you can do it within 48 hours? If I you're believe so. Okay. Um, so I would, I would just say, you know, like, definitely um, let me know if you want to do that. Um, you can just fill it out. If you work for, so if you work for the school district in Canton, or if you are a Canton employee, I believe it carries over, but you can't work in like Stoughton schools right, right. And, then and, and then volunteer your quarry here in right. the library. Right. So, so Naomi could volunteer Naomi in the could library. Go in and be the person mm -hmm. who helps. That doesn't count for if there's a child in there who then can't find their mom and is mm -hmm. crying. Then you're just a citizen who is helping a child right. Got it. to locate. Right. So. The difference is if you're in there. Mm -hmm. What they didn't get back to me about is um, if students, if a student is like, so if we had some student volunteers, if they're over, if they're 18 or over, they do have to have a quarry. If they are under 18, they were actually going to be looking into whether those students would have to have a quarry, uh, which I don't understand because I don't think I've ever heard of any minors who had to have a quarry run. But like they were saying, if you're 17. Um, I don't, I've never heard of this. How about if we just avoid the whole thing and I ask the school resource officer if he can come on the 27th? That would that be perfect. That would be fantastic. And they're covered. Sure he'll be able yeah. to come and we're all covered. Yeah. We, how many are you expecting? So we don't know. And we yeah. also, parents can stay with mm -hmm. their children right, right, right. if they want to. Or they can leave their children and they're... The, li it, the library, no so it's the puppeteer and the school resource There's officer a library be, person. Yeah, the staff there, for so sure. I would think that having one extra person would be perfectly mm -hmm. fine, and a resource, resource officer That's a great be, idea. It's a lot. They cover everything. They cover yeah, everything. They, they really do. Yeah, it's a great And I think having idea. them, that's yeah. a great idea, and I think as a parent walking in and seeing that, you definitely feel a little bit more comfortable walking away five steps they away to look at it. Be in uniform is that but that's, they'll have their, that's still okay. You know, they'll be identified. The kids know them if the kids yeah. are in the community. It'll be, yeah. it would be right. Eric Kaskovich. It would oh okay. my Maybe we could make a little um, make some sort of a you know badge for them separate that's CDI Oh, oh, I like that idea. Be a badge. No, <laughs> I mean, yes, that badge. Yeah, his legit badge. You're saying like yeah, a, a CDI of, name tag. Yeah. I love that idea. Maybe shaped like yeah. a badge. <laughs> shaped like a badge. <laughs> she won't let the badge go. <laughs> I love that idea. Oh, I feel so much. I told idea, Cynthia James. and Sasha this week, I was like, yeah. the thing that's giving me the most stress is the children's library yeah. and just how that whole thing's going to work yeah. with parents leaving their kids and then going to the community room to watch you know the show um so i mean it's literally yeah. it's right i know it's right it, next it's 20 20 30 forward. feet away so i think the parents right. are going to yeah. do exactly that jenny they're going to stay in that room for a little bit see what's going on and they may want to check out what's yeah. going on in the yeah. other room um so yeah i think i think it'll all work out 
I don't think it'll be a problem because you're going to get those folks that are there and they don't even know we're, we're here. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. I've got a free right. puppeteer show. <laughs> and I just came to check out a book. Yeah. Mom, I want to stay for the hour, right? Or right. 45 yeah. minutes. Um, and she's excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Did you have if, if there is a photo of the flags on the Canton High website, I was not able to find it just you were not. now. Okay. So. okay. Um, Derek, Derek, Derek. I'll text her. Yeah, um, I'm sure a student, one of the students, would just go over and just take a few just, pictures. Yeah, you know, any of any of the folks, any of the kids that manage their social media sites, like the drama club kids, they all they're always posting. That's stuff. true. Um, I think if know, we just reached out to someone, um, Julie may even, you know, Julie's think, always plugged in. Yeah. We That's could even probably get Charlotte to do it. Uh, you know, so yeah. I it's you know it's a, it's an interesting position. Mm -hmm. um, being on the school committee sometimes it makes it harder. For to me to ask, ask for I could things see that. from the school. I could yeah. see that. Yeah. Because okay. it's not. Yeah. I don't want it to seem like they were you know, doing my pet project. Right. Um, no, I get but that. But in truth, if I weren't on the school committee, we would still want the high school involved. You right. Know? Like, right. Part right. Of the I mean, we, and, and just from CDI perspective, we're always looking to pull the high school exactly. students in, right? Exactly. Always yes. look yes. at all the events we've done. There's always representation. Yes. So this so isn't that different. is awesome. Okay, so you asked Derek for a photo of the flags. I love that. <laughs> and I asked Mitchell get back to me in the morning. He just needs to make sure. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Uh, so that's two things. I do still think, from the marketing standpoint, mm -hmm. we do have flyers. They've been posted on all of the newsletters for the school. So they've mm -hmm. gone out. Um, they've, it's been posted on Facebook. Yeah. There's a, a Camp times. Mass Mommies and Daddies group. I don't know if anybody's part of that. Yeah. You are. Are you? Yeah. Oh, can you post there? Yeah. That would be amazing. Because yeah. I feel like with the puppeteer, like that's it's kind of a big. And I'm a part of the middle school group exactly. too. I don't yeah. know. I'm somehow I'm there, and it's okay. But it's just interesting. It's like, Mom's what time is school starting today? And I'm like, this is funny. I remember those days. So I will post it there because I'm a member. Cool. Somebody added me. Is it possible, like, if, if you were to send it, this committee sends it to the each principal? Oh, yeah. No, it's already been done. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a yep. part of the school n newsletter. Yeah. Okay. So mm -hmm. every newsletter that's sent from each school okay. to all of the families. Okay. Correct. Perfect. Yeah. So, so we're capturing it there. Have we sent it to the um, senior center? No, I haven't done that yet. Um, so that's something I want to do. One thing that has been running around my head is would it make sense for us to personally invite you know all the other committees in town? Just to send them an email with a flyer and say, hey, we're having this event. We'd love to see you. Really of course. Nice. I don't even think we have to ask permission. I think, I think no, we I should do that. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Do we have a distribution list with all the committees? Because I've never seen it. So, no, I think we don't really have to. Judy probably them. has it, right? You she think, maybe? Does. The select board person? I would think so. That's a great deal to have, actually. You're mm -hmm. onto something. Yeah. How, do feel, how do you feel about doing that? <laughs> <laughs> did I just get a task? You did. Oh my God! Well, like you're the chair of the committee. Yes, yes I can. Like, I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. And then put it on the outline <laughs> as a thing. I knew you were going there. Christine's <laughs> going to keep me honest. That'll work. Yeah. And Amy, I know I'm going to forget, so you'll have to ping me to like, hey, you're supposed to do this for Judy. <laughs> I got to reach out to her anyway. And you know who else I was thinking of? Because I said this to Nicole, I'm like, we should, I thought maybe we could do a personal invite to the kindergarten. Is Donna Kill the Donna preschool? Kill day. Yes. Is she still like she the director? She is the Rodman. Um, she yeah, the director, yes. The Rodman, right. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe we could send a personal invite to her just to say, hey, can you post this? Can you throw this in the kid cubby holes? 
when they go get their items for the day. Um, do you have the flyer handy? Yeah. Um, I think you sent it to all of us. Did I did. This is what it looks okay. like. Okay. Beautiful. Um, I'll I'll send it to the Hanson. Um, or did you already do that? No, well, I mean, it went to the principals as part of the newsletter, but I okay. think that sometimes people don't always click all yeah. the way through the newsletters. Yeah. Right. Coming from the caps, it might even mean more. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, I think, I think it should, you know, the, it can come from the administration, but also coming from CAPS, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, and each school has a Facebook page as well. Correct. And, right. oh. and a yeah, Twitter. That's, yeah. Yeah, I can, really? Where have I been? What's that? Yeah, put this all on your hot copy. She's already holding me to it. Christine's over here like, hey, make sure you have that. <laughs> so, Christine, are you willing to send to the Hanson CAPT? Yes, I'll take care of the Hanson cap and um, and Amy, you would do loose? Mm -hmm. I do the sign in front of the Hanson now. I wonder if I can get away with uh, advertising it there. I can do JFK. I was just going to say, <laughs> I can ask Sandra if she um, got it, but I'm sure she did. So yeah, if you want to follow up. Great. And um, what am I doing, Amy? I'm doing Donna. You are going to send Donna invitations. Middle school. Oh, oh, right. You're going to do all the other committees. Oh, five the DL. Thank you. I'm going into my nifty task list app. Hold on. I can on. do Donna. Can you do Donna? I know you guys have a great relationship too. I have an equity too. meeting there, actually. Oh, nice. Thanks, Naomi. Yeah. Naomi will do Donna, Amy. Okay. Let the minutes reflect. I'm doing the DLs, and I'll talk to Judy for all of the committees in the town. This it, is, it like, my favorite hour of the month. I got to tell you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Because why you just assign your task to no, other people and get, get things done. So helpful and like interested, and it's just. Yeah. I'm not saying that other people aren't like that. I'm saying that you are a pleasure to be around. That's great. That's good to hear. It did go through on the Kennedy's um, flyer. It was just like listed as a very right. small thing at the bottom of the exactly. newsletter. Then you had to click on two links to get yeah. to the flyer. So I didn't even right. end up seeing oh, it. Oh, yeah. see that's like that's not yeah that's not that's, a great way i know and usually at the bottom it's the stuff that's always on there anyways so people aren't so, scrolling down i bet you they're not doing it i bet you they're not there's so many emails that mm -hmm. that's the other thing yeah, right that's the concern you just information overload yeah right between personal stuff work stuff it's just a lot we're sort of taking in every day yeah okay um so that i had oh did you have something so, so do we have did you did send us that Oh, let me. Um, oh, you know why? It was because you said you would help us. I had sent it to you and Alan oh, oh, and oh, Cynthia oh, and Sasha. Oh, oh. <laughs> so so it's just, oh, it's just the subcommittee you sent <laughs> it, it was to. Just the subcommittee, okay. yeah. So I will put that on my list to send out. Um, and if I stop talking, sure. yeah. 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 I, I could have sworn you sent something because that's usually will. Whenever we do committee, another thing we'll add to the list, Christine, just so you're checking <laughs> um, It's when a part of the marketing is to first send it to the entire committee mm -hmm. and then say share with friends and family. Oh, see, so um, I haven't done this before. <laughs> <laughs> you are something. Um, so, yeah, that's helpful to do because then you can just sort of, you know, send it off to everybody. Okay. But I like the idea of using all the social media sites, too, because... People are always on their phone, yeah. yeah, looking at stuff. Yeah. So I, I yeah, think that I works. think the, the Facebook groups. I forgot mm -hmm. that all the schools, each of the schools has Facebook. Mm -hmm. And Julie did add it to the Everything and Canton. Everything Canton. Yeah, it was yeah, definitely there. Multiple Everything Canton sites, right? That's true. Yeah. Are there? Yeah. Yeah. I've only like seen on one. The yeah. Oh yeah, the there's Canton like Bulletin a, Board. There's like a handful of different. Variations. Yeah. Variations. I was just looking something else up, and then I saw one that's like Canton, and it had like Sybil. Yep. Interesting. In the in yeah. parentheses, and then 
Oh, right. right. That's, that was Except some sort of another Facebook group, Facebook group that somebody yeah, else started. So I think like, Interesting. Yeah, I but think we want to be careful where we're plugging no, to. No, I know yeah. that, but I'm just saying, like, there's, I mean, just there's the Canton, multiple. everything. Canton has two different everything. I candidates. never knew that. And every okay. time, you know, I'm always like, I don't know which... There's one that has group more members in the other. Yeah, the one that has like 10,000 members yeah, or something, yeah, that's the yeah. one I always post to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And then something, yeah. So it was, I, I don't know. But then there's the Canton Bulletin Board, which is also, um, I don't know who runs that. Yeah. But okay. So. So let's keep track of those. We've got less than two weeks to get the ball rolling. Yeah. So let's just get yeah. it out there. Put it on your personal pages too. I plan to do that. Mm -hmm. Share it on your personal pages. Absolutely. Share it amongst your groups. We do not, because it was a lot to get the Facebook up and running because it required a select board town administrator handoff, and they actually have access to our page. That's required. They have a log on. So yeah, so we, at the time when Emily and I were working, Emily, um, the previous vice chair, were working to get our social media presence, she walked through the steps with the town administrator, and this was what they um agreed upon and so we said well let's just get facebook up and running there was a plan to go back to do twitter and then we just got busy okay but yeah that's where we are yeah, i don't think we have anybody do that's you want to like overly social, social media social i think um it's i think it's just been me and julie for the most part like just going on no posting. i just mean in terms of like people who like have like they're very active in oh, social active. media yes. Yes. right so we don't have anybody that it's just kind of like a natural go-to to be like oh yeah sure. no i'll take care of the twitter right I'll take care of that like i don't think there's anybody in our group mm -hmm. currently that is like a social media guru social media person i think there's a couple of us that definitely can can do our thing it's just a matter of time and having because that's a full-time job I, I did it when i was on cfed it's a full-time job because you're posting on both sites you're making mm -hmm. sure that you're grabbing other posts from other pages and reposting it's a lot mm -hmm. it's a lot of work there was one more thing that i was thinking about um and it's featuring those different sections you know like if we feature that first section actually link to candida rose's website mm -hmm. you know people might get more interested so you want one thing you could do um, is we could put the flyer because we need to repost it a couple of times on our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. So the next time we repost, we could put like a picture of her and her website there, a picture of Kathy and her website there, yeah. mm -hmm. and just that would draw interest as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. we could totally do that. That's so not a hard thing to do. Is this event going to be televised? Too? It is. Right. Well, I reached out to CCTV. That's also on the list. Um, <laughs> as one of the marketing. Yes. Um, I always email them whenever we do events just to say, hey, this is what's happening. Here's a copy of the flyer. So I attached the flyer and asked them to, uh, will, you, will it be you actually that day? Or oh, Tim will be covering. Oh, Tim will be covering. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we'll, we usually have coverage. Um, I also let Canton Citizen know. I reach right. out to Jay directly and say, hey, can you send someone? Although the last couple of events they haven't been able to, but what he'll do is he'll just reach out and say, can you send me some pictures? And he'll go to our page and grab things and then he'll do a quick write-up. So as long as there's footprint. We did um, request the ad, so he's sending an invoice to me. He'll, usually what he'll do is he'll just use uses the honor system, he'll run it, send me an invoice, I hand it off to Allison at the finance department and then that gets paid. Okay. Okay. And that will be on the list too. So. It's a lot that just it's gets so done. so much. That's why I was yeah. like, okay, 
I know, I can tell you are a little bit overwhelmed. Like, hey, wait a minute, we need it's to talk need about to come it. out of your head. Yes, and agreed. Onto a page. Behind the scenes. Yeah. Page. Okay, so we've got three more things to cover, guys. I want to yep. move on. Great wrap-up and great summary of global diversity. If you've heard nothing else, show up, be there. Um, support like we always do. Um, I think it's going to be a great event. I'm Six excited. To seven. Six to seven p.m. <laughs> the puppeteer pop in there too a few times just to see how she's doing. Um, and she was so excited. She's never done anything in this area, so she even I think she's in Cambridge, so she'll be coming from Cambridge. Um, and she's so excited just to sort of be here. And she does other events at other schools and libraries, but has never been here, so she's very excited to come. All right, I'm going to jump right into number four. I did have one more thing. I'm yes. sorry. Quick. Okay. <laughs> um, one of the things we've talked about doing is uh, transitions right in between segments. So Sasha's going to share a little bit about her background and some of her cultural relevant touchstones. I didn't know if anybody else on the committee was interested in doing a one-minute segue and then introduction of the next you guys have a lot going on for an hour. We do. We do. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I do not see an hour, but okay. It's yeah, going to be awesome. I don't really know. I mean, so in terms of, I think I'm going to have things in my back pocket. Okay. Like being able to talk about, and I, right after we spoke about this, it was really funny because then, of course, you know, because your device is always listening, I got an article about which countries. <laughs> of course you did. Great. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So, like, I have, like, just to get things, like, the opening in terms of MC, like, mm -hmm. yes, of course, like, I, we all know, if you, if you know me for 30 seconds, you know, like, you know, my family spans the globe mm -hmm. um, in terms of, like, You're the UN. Right? You're definitely yeah. the UN, the right. mini UN. So, you know, so, yeah, so getting it started and, and kicking off, like, that part of it. The other, like, you know, kind of cultural, like, tidbits to put in there is really if we need to to keep it going like just to kind of segue but they're really all in my because <coughs> I don't envision that there's going to be a lot of time right. for there to be it's literally like moving on to the next thing right um, there's so it's it's I don't I don't anticipate that I'm, I'm gonna have a few things that I can talk about okay um, but pretty much it's it's my you know kind of minute and a half in the beginning and then kind of saying something at the end just in terms of like um, thanking everybody. Thank right? like, everybody. So it's the wrap it's up. Really, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the MC sure. start mm -hmm. and finish kind of stuff. Of course. But yeah, if uh, somebody else has something and they want to be there and have it ready to go, we may have the opportunity for it, but also it may not be something that mm -hmm. we have the time to kind of yeah. devote to Yeah, I just to want us to be realistic. Yeah, yeah, it's right. like, uh, you know, a 30-second yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. It's a quick story. Yeah. It yeah. might even be like the quilt. Which you it's know? nice segue right. because <laughs> the quilt is on this event night as well. All so right. again, that that's going to take time. Jenny hasn't done it sort of publicly. I know we did an, a quick intro last year. We mm -hmm. were sharing and getting the interest around it. Um, so this is really your first this opportunity. Is first presentation. Exactly. Yeah. And I want to give you time to present it because it's a very important piece um, and it's something we've all been wanting to see finished and we're all excited. So we want to give you time. We don't want to shorten your time to sort of share, give a little bit of history behind it, thoughts behind it, um, and maybe give a quick summary of some of the, the swatches that are on the quilt. Um, so that could take five to seven minutes. I don't know. Um, so we can segue right into the community quilt update actually. So do you want to share with us where you are with that? 
Sure. So um, I am very excited that we're going to be able to present that at the diversity event. Um, as far as the physical quilt, that will be done. The only thing that's still outstanding are the contributions, which is like five of us in the room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was actually yeah. going to send out just a reminder email. You should. I think the deadline's on Thursday. I think yes, it's either Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. I think I did Thursday just because it was a week before, and that would give us a week to compile the, or, yeah, compile the submissions and figure out how we're going to present them, at least for the first time. I know we've had like, different ideas of whether we're going to make a book or we're just going to have like sheets with a picture of the quilt square and then mm -hmm. the person's write out a little QR code or something like that. Right. But I think at the very least for this first debut, um, then we can have the picture of the quilt square contribution that the person did and then they're right up with it and whatever form that takes and then we can, you know, evolve that as the mm -hmm. quilt travels around. I like that idea. Um, and obviously What's if you don't get... the time on that the time on what for presenting we're talking about that so I want to make sure she had enough time so you guys got that hour pretty packed yeah so I, I have a minute by minute yeah <laughs> and I, and I, I might have to make some adjustments and I love that you have it down to a science but as someone who's uh -huh. done so many of these yeah it's not going to go exactly the way oh, you think you right? haven't been to a meeting I run <laughs> but running a meeting is not the same as running the event I but know, we I digress yeah. right. so I want to what I'm thinking is we should probably give her at least five minutes to obviously you know present give a little bit of a blurb you may not want to read every you know, paragraph or blurb from each, maybe take one or two and just sort of share. Mm -hmm. And then also leave room um, for if people want to contact you if they're interested in the next phase, right? Because we're looking to build on the quilt too. Mm -hmm. So there may be Not people in the room. but yeah. At some point, yes. Uh, the thought was to start off with this and then it could grow into something else. I thought that's what we had talked oh, about. No, not like the physical quilt. We would do like another... Another version. Another, we do a, another right, quilt. Right, right. Okay, okay got it. Yeah. it. Okay, got it, sure. Yeah, and um, then we had other ideas too. Um, I think we were talking about it maybe at June, like back at Juneteenth, mm -hmm. where it would be like a digital form, so like have other people engaged and participate in a different way that's not sewing. Okay. We like create, you could draw it, you could create something digitally, you could have a picture from your, whatever. You would have like some kind of uh, visual representation of a story that you want to tell that's personal, that's... Um, uh, part of your family, part of your culture, or something like that. It would be mm -hmm. kind of like a, a copy and paste, but instead of sewing, you would do something that we could upload digitally and make like a virtual quilt and have stories that go attached nice, with it. Nice, that was a, That was one of the spin-offs. So, so like a phase two? A fit, yeah, it would definitely be a phase two. Okay. Or make a whole other quilt next year, you know, if we generate interest and people wanted to do that again. Sure, so I want to leave room for that so that you can okay. leave your you know, the email address, the CDEI committee email. You don't have to use your personal email just to say yeah. if you're interested. One other thing, because I'm now I'm now remembering, we had several conversations, and I think Alan had brought it up, or maybe it was Stephanie, about the idea of having the Canton C in the center of the quilt. Yeah. Did that get submitted? Okay. I'm no, like, no, no. I don't... We, talk, we, did a, we had a couple ideas for it. I think what I'm going to do at this point is I still have to put the border around the edge, which doesn't take that long, but I was going to use our colors that we have, like, and um, the CDI colors or the green yes. town colors for camp? Oh, Which no, I think colors? we have green incorporated in our colors. We do. right? Yep, we do. So to have that be like a, um, almost like stripes around the outside. I like that I idea. think that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I couldn't great. figure out how to make, I can't sew curves as much as I can sew. I can't sew I curves. I love so curves. I sew the, yeah. I know. <laughs> and um, somebody else did tons of curves too. I think it was the, um, 
the Substance Abuse Alliance was all there. Oh, CASA or something like that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Okay. So, yeah, just... I think that's a great idea okay. because that way it incorporates the, the colors yeah. mm -hmm. of the CDI. Um, and I just want to make sure that you have time on the 27th to just sort of present it because we, the three of us had met and talked about getting us across the finish line and now that it's there, I want to give you time to sort of share that because it's an important work, it's an important project, it's something that we've had on our, our goals list for a bit and it's a really great community piece. And I know that the, the other thing we had talked about doing was have it sort of travel across the different mm -hmm. government buildings. Yeah. And I like to think about for maybe next meeting where we want to present this first. If it's the Paul Revere Heritage site in that room where we had mm -hmm. the, um, the African fabrics when we did Juneteenth, mm -hmm. that museum part upstairs, if it's that room, great. But we want to start to think about that and maybe start to uh, engage some community members to figure out where we want to put it first. And then obviously work with Jay um, from Canton Citizen, so they can take a picture of it and have it there and get all get it all publicized. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure we do that. All right. Okay. You have five minutes. I'm, I'm guessing I probably would need five minutes you in. unless you, I had to beef it up like the, the backstory and mm -hmm. um, you know how it came about and where it is right now and where we're going to go in the future. Probably only takes. 20 minutes. I end up talking really fast when I'm... Wait, you mean 20 seconds or 20 minutes? Sorry. Two minutes. Two, two minutes. minutes. Not okay. 20. Two, two. seconds. I was going to say... Just 20 seconds. Keep there goes that, time, <laughs> that tight timeline you have there. Keep, keep the five. You'd be surprised that five minutes is not as long as you think. Yeah, You'd be surprised. Once you do your thing and then you leave room for people to engage or have questions or two, you're at six sometimes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, five should be perfect. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, any other final thoughts on the quilt before we move on to the social media write-ups? All right, um, so for the social media write-ups, this is really just me putting it back on the agenda because, again, I read Julie's comments about wanting to make sure we had one or two people doing it, that it's not just her and I. Obviously, we all voted on the calendar last year, right, and we all agreed that this would be the, the, the holidays we would represent, right? And so obviously those holidays might shift a few each year. The days might be off a little bit, but these were the ones we all agreed on. And so we want to make sure we're still recognizing those holidays. If it's important for us to continue to do that, if not, then we can talk about it. But if we want to continue to do that, we've got to all sort of volunteer for the write-ups. We can certainly reuse things that we've done in the past, and that's one of the things that I said to Julie when we were doing the write-ups for um, the Jewish High Holidays. I'm like... You could always use last year's and just edit it to you know the date for this year. Um, we don't have to recreate the wheels. Some some of those things that we did last year were really nice. People did a lot of work gathering the information, and I don't think anybody's going to go back and say, "Wait, I saw that last year. How dare they reuse?" No one's going to do that. Groups right? do that. I think all it's time, right? The yeah, yeah, people do it. Recycle their absolutely. Change the picture. Absolutely, and the write-up stays the same, or vice versa. Change the write-up. Absolutely, and, and the idea is the same, right? The idea that we're celebrating cultures and making sure that people are aware that, you know, this is what we are, this is this is our mission, we wanna make sure we, we do that. So I'm going to reach out to one of you after this meeting, sometime this week, and I'm just gonna to ask to just sort of help out. I'm gonna grant that person access to the Facebook page. Um, and what that means is, when we grant you the access, you log in with your own account. You don't have to log into the CDI Facebook page, and I just grant you the moderator slash administrator access. And so this page will just show up in the top right corner. You'll be able to toggle between, and they just did an update to Facebook, so it's pretty cool. We can toggle between 
uh, pages you own or manage. So you'll be able to go to your page and back to the CDI page when you need to post really quickly. Um, and it's not a really big deal. It's not a lot of work to do. You just have to remember which page you're on. And it usually tells you when you're switching. It'll say switching profile. Um, so that when you need to post, you have the option of doing it right from your phone or your iPad or wherever you log in for Facebook. And it's just one social media site. Technically, you're not managing two. You're just doing Facebook. So that helps. Um, but we definitely need one other person to sort of help with those tasks. Any questions about that? Okay, I'm going to move on to community and unity. Through this on here because, again, I mentioned earlier and I read Judy's, Julie's notes about just sort of wanting to revise that and if we want to rethink how we go about doing it, if we want to look at, you know, assigning uh, or rebranding the subcommittee, assigning a different group, however you guys want to do it. Do we think it's important to still continue this? Should we look at doing another segment? Um, should we table it? I don't want to pressure anyone because I know it's work either way and it does require that you reach out to community members and sometimes community members aren't always willing to be presented in a newspaper. Has that been the struggle for the most part? A number of times that I would reach out, people just didn't feel comfortable. Yeah. And then they'd push me to somebody else that they know. That happened and with then Naomi too. This next person. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like, you know, people just weren't really comfortable. Okay. Um, What's the ask when you reach out to them? What do you that the paper's gonna interview them. Yeah, they're gonna be highlighted. And they're highlighted. Mm -hmm. And so people who have businesses are more mm -hmm. likely to do it. Correct. Right, than people that are just community members. Mm -hmm. um, and I think sometimes it's, you know, it's a little bit hard. Like I was actually, you know, I mean, you, you know, people just feel a little bit self-conscious about it. Of course. And, you know, It's like putting a magnifying glass on you and your family sometimes and people aren't always comfortable doing that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think if we, you know, I'm sure you guys have explained it when you're looking to you know, bring them in, you explain what it's about, you explain what the committee stands for, and people get the idea and want to help, but again, it goes back to, I don't know if I want to magnify my family and be out there in the paper. And so people feel uncomfortable about that, and I get that. Yeah, I totally and some do. people also feel like I, they don't necessarily want to, you know, kind of be the sole mm -hmm. representation right. um, mm -hmm. in the paper, right? So, like, kind of standing out in that way, mm -hmm. um, like, you know, just kind of like um, that their, their, their family is kind of speaking for all right. families or in a particular culture themselves group. are speaking for all people mm -hmm. yeah. um, and, and just kind of being in that position. So, um, I and, and if we think we've run our course with it, again, guys, these, these, these projects that come <coughs> up, these ideas that come up they can have an expiration date. We don't have to do things indefinitely, right? So I'm just really throwing it out it here. Yeah. I mean, I would say, so one of the things I think with all of these subcommittees is that I know that it's been kind of like, oh, you know, you, just a couple emails here and there. I think it's very easy to, it gets lost in the shuffle mm -hmm. when it's there's nothing formalized about the subcommittee. Mm -hmm. And I do think that some of the subcommittees that have ongoing tasks to do versus an event, right? Mm -hmm. um, because when it's the event, you're kind of elbow deep in it. But when it's the ongoing stuff, it's it's a lot easier for it to kind of things to get lost. It gets yeah, mm -hmm. it, you know, it you it just yeah, it just falls down further and further 
kind of in the to-do list that we all have, like, it, there's just so many things on our plates. Mm -hmm. um, so I, that would be one of my recommendations is that um, if you're involved in, you know, whether it's the social media or, you know, kind of the community and unity stuff, those kinds of things that are ongoing, it would be good for people to connect, mm -hmm. um, you know, just, you know, even informally, but a designated connection about what is on the docket mm -hmm. um, coming up. Okay. For these interviews, do, is there, a, is there a, a set of questions that we present to people when we approach them? Do we say this is what the interview will look like? Um, so we leave it to the editor of the paper, usually, or his staff, and they come and they are prepared to ask. I mean, they're professionals, so they've done yeah. these kinds of things before. But no, does CDI have a predefined list of questions? Yeah, or, no. or whoever uh, the reporter is. I'm just I'd imagine they do. Yeah. I imagine they must, Jay must have a guide or they must have a guide, because these are people that are writing articles all the time, right. and they cover different people. So they probably do have a guideline, and obviously the goal is to highlight that person yeah. and whatever cultural background they bring. So my hunch is that the writer who's doing it is, is doing the research to do that and sort of yeah. also wanting to also get, the com get uh, an organic conversation to and make the person feel comfortable. So I'm sure there's some combination of things that they do when they go forward with those interviews. I'm nodding um, because that's exactly what they did. I was featured and okay. yes, so Jay will reach out uh, ahead of time and give you sort of like a heads up and okay. you know topics that would be covered. Mm -hmm. And mine was more about immigration and you know relocating to getting my citizenship and you know, <coughs> intersectionality of you know becoming an American citizen. And yeah, he would he would he told me exactly what we would be discussing mm -hmm. and how long it was a Zoom interview, so that took. At least forty-five minutes, and, and they're pretty good. If you if you say to them, and I, I know this from my own personal experience when I was interviewed, if you say to them, you know, I don't feel comfortable sharing that. Here's where I'd like to keep it. If you sort of give them the guidance as well, they'll respect that, and yeah. they won't go above and beyond that. You know, okay. I think the goal is to make sure the person they're interviewing is comfortable mm -hmm. um, <laughs> with what they're revealing, and making sure that the stories is done really well. Mm -hmm. You know, so. they've all been really great. Yeah, they have. Great feedback, yeah. Mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, you okay? <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to think of ways to make it more palatable mm -hmm. for people. If, mm -hmm. if what we've had is initial interest, but then people lose interest. Um, yeah. You know, why is that happening? Because I think we're, we're speculating that people just don't want to be in the spotlight or... Mm -hmm. um, I think and some of it's speculation, but some of it people have actually yeah, said, have I, said, verbatim, not, okay, I don't want to be spot, yeah. I'm not comfortable with this, but I know this person. Right. Who might be. Correct. Right, so they will kind of push it off. But yeah, the, they'll say they <coughs> Yep, exactly. All right, so it sounds like we, I, I don't know if I heard from everyone, but it sounds like a handful of people are okay with continuing with it. I think you need to we need to regroup and either we take a segment of a future meeting and just dedicate it to that topic mm -hmm. and talk through some ideas um, or the subcommittee that was previously a part of this. I think we lost one or two people though, um, just for people that dropped off the committee, um, can walk through those pieces again. So I'll keep it on here as a running agenda so that we don't forget about it if we think that's important. Um, so yeah. 
And the last thing we had for miscellaneous had to do with the email that Sasha sent with regards to having ASL representation. Um, Sasha, I did have a follow-up question for you. Um, I love the idea that you put it out there because it definitely falls within our mission statement. I think we all agree. In fact, I think I at one point wanted to hire someone and it just didn't work out with the timings of the event. Um, I think we have to, we, we should definitely give this um, some attention mm -hmm. and try to walk through exactly where this would fit. Um, there is a cost and I was trying to understand that grid because it was based on like zero to five years, nine to six years. And I'm like, is that years of service or is that the years of the audience that they would be signing to? I couldn't figure out that top banner. I think banner. it's the years that they have been and signing interpreted. Interpreter. Okay, got it. The professional right. years yeah. of service. And okay. So depending on the services that you need because you have some you know, you have different... Different kind of levels. Thing. And yeah. I like that. I like having that different level of expertise. Right. Um, so that's one thing we probably want to interpret uh, a little further. And so were you envisioning this uh, being something that we would have, um, we would hire an ASL representative for an event, for a meeting? Like, what was your thought behind it? So my it? initial thinking was for events that we have. Mm -hmm. like, um, the like the October 27th the right. event. Right. Like, so when we are having an event that we're inviting the community mm -hmm. to also have um, access for, you know, uh, you know, deaf and hard of hearing community mm -hmm. members mm -hmm. to come to an event and be able to um, participate. Mm -hmm. um, I think that would be great. I mean, ultimately, is it fantastic to have, you know, things, you know, where you have interpreters at everything? Right. Yes. The more sure. places that we have interpreters, the better. I don't, don't. I mean, the budget. That's the hard thing. Is because we Correct. don't have anybody that's part of the committee that is proficient. Even to say, I'm not an interpreter, but I'm proficient enough that I'll. I'll do my best to sign, mm -hmm. and you can mm -hmm. certainly say that you're not doing it in a formal capacity, right? Right. Um, but we don't have that, um, so it really just would be at this point for events. Mm -hmm. um, and I also didn't know if there was opportunity, like, to add any sort of like closed captioning to meetings. I don't know if that's a if that is something that's there. I've actually never watched any so our meetings. It, do we have that? Do you offer closed captioning for the live so. meetings? Okay. And maybe not so, for live meetings, but recorded, but the recorded meetings, yeah. Meetings, can you, I mean, I think you can put that on your TV, but I don't know if it always comes up. That That's a great point. I will ask so that it's question. Worth it. I mean, I put it out there, just it popped into my head as to like, can we do something sure, in this area? Sure, more inclusive, yeah. Um, to be inclusive mm -hmm. um, regarding, you know, just this particular population. So. Um, I'm happy to also do a little bit more research because it kind of popped up. I went on the state website and found some sure. info and then really good information. It with the group just mm -hmm. to kind of get it started. Is there an ASL club at the high school? I was going to say there used to be an A. My son yeah. took ASL for two years, and that they teacher's no longer there. They don't offer it anymore. Mm -mm. They so stopped after. So during COVID, yeah. Um, my older daughter actually took ASL as well, mm -hmm. um, and then when they came back. Um, they had no ASL teacher Correct. they went to an online program Correct. for the kids who needed to finish up ASL yeah. and I don't think that they reinstated it from what I understand. I'm not aware of that. It doesn't mean that the surrounding area doesn't have an ASL represent. We could always look at Stoughton Public School, we could look at Randolph. 
Sharon, you know, we could leverage a resource that's closer. Even some of the colleges may Correct. have, um, oh, yeah. you know. Yep, local colleges. Mm -hmm. there a school in Randolph? There's a Braille school. You're talking about the School for the Blind? That's over on the hill on North Main? I thought it was I think it's for the blind. I used to live near there. Yeah, I think it is for the blind. And I think they're still around. They're on North Main near where the old Piccadilly Pub used to be. Um, <coughs> but I like the idea, and I don't want us to forget about it. I think we should definitely be looking at other ways to incorporate inclusion and sort of um, highlight the things that we've talked about in our mission. And I think that's a great way to do that. And we can absolutely budget for it. This is a great time to do that because we're going to need to turn over numbers, you know, late winter or early winter, I should say. Um, and maybe we look at just, you know, a line item would be adding interpreter services. We don't have to specify what we're using it for in the, the requests for funding. Initially, we just need to say we want it for something and then we could plan it for an event in the spring. Mm -hmm. or Black History Month or Juneteenth, whatever, right, right? Right. So we know we have a couple more events coming up and we can sort of align it there and then we've got time to plan mm -hmm. to align someone yes. and figure out, you know, if it's, if it's a two hour or an hour and a half event, that's not a lot of money when you think about it. If we're looking at that sheet mm -hmm. with the hourly rate, it's a couple of hundred bucks. So that definitely could fall into our budget for sure. Alan, did you have something to add? No, I was just wondering, like when there's usually, like I know when the governor makes a speech, there's always somebody in the background. Oh yes, city know, of Boston as well, like I didn't local city. The town had somebody. I don't think so. On, the town of Canton. Yeah, on my call, if there was ever, you know, like in the police emergency. We, we have a number of somebody. Okay. That we can So if you were but dealing with, if you were called to, yeah, the, you know, a situation where it required services. Can, but yeah, mm -hmm. we have. Um, uh, there is a like one eight hundred number. People, if we needed to give them their rights, but it's also you can zoom in. Okay. Sign, so. Got it. So yeah, I don't think the town has an like sort of an assigned or hired a ASL representative. I'm not aware of that. Can Otherwise, we probably town? see it on the select board meetings, right? What do we think about town meeting? And mm -hmm. I can't remember no. ever seeing that there. And nope. that would be yeah. the place to have Absolutely. it. Absolutely, right? the annual town meeting. Yeah. Absolutely would be. If it's a one-off, that would be the place. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a great idea. That's a whole segment we haven't even touched when you think about mm -hmm. that. The blind and the hearing impaired, we just haven't touched it. And it's a... Do we have a sense as to how many Canton um, residents uh, are... So the data to sort we, of align? We, we, yeah. probably we could probably that. find that information. If it's Is it something that you, when you register with the town or when you come as a new um, citizen of the town, is there a place where you would actually select that or Most provide that information? Most people hearing impaired register through a, and because when it comes into 911, we have to be able to access oh. it. It's a typewritten. Sure. And we get mm -hmm. tested TTY on it. or whatever. TTY, TTY yeah. yeah. Okay. So you as a... So I could probably find out that number, so, but that would be people that registered me. There's mm -hmm. people that are hearing and they didn't yeah, register. They may have children that are like hearing that, impaired. Exactly. Correct. And they wouldn't necessarily need it because yeah. parents aren't. Right. right. Or they may or may not register if the child is hearing. It's different than I they, think. The like, child is the primary. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, sometimes parents will come down and they'll say, my child's hearing impaired. So, like, people flying through the street. But, Charlie, mm -hmm. like, if people are oxygen, which is a totally different thing because your life depends on it. You can still be hearing impaired, <coughs> obviously. 
um, he has a list. I don't know if he would have people more apt to. Charlie Aspinwall? Who is Charlie Judy. 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 Yeah. So, so fire chief. People that if oxygen went down, people yeah. more apt to tell that to a firefighter than the police. Like Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. But we would know the household <coughs> has a hearing impaired Correct. because of 911. Got it. How many people in the household, not necessarily. But you just know that, you know, address X has a, right. a hearing impaired person. Got if they've registered. If they've registered. they've registered. Right. And that's the key word, right? If they do. Yeah. I can't so. many not if they have a. I agree, especially if they're children. Yeah, I would, I would think, think that most I would think they would, would register. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. um, they have the signs, like sometimes in the, on the streets, right? Like, yeah, they do. Blind they have the signs for blind and deaf. Child in mm -hmm. the area. That's I, I usually notice. And you've that. got to work with the town to get those signs. Absolutely. Right. So yeah. I would think that. Yeah. That's a great point. But to that point, a lot of people don't want people to know. Mm -hmm. Right. Again, it goes back to magnifying. It goes back to when we're talking about with the articles. People just not always wanting the focus on them and magnifying whatever it is that they're sharing. That's a great point. Yeah. Absolutely. I would still think, I mean, even if we have a very small population. Oh, yeah, it's still yeah, worth getting the information. Having, I think it, mm -hmm. could we do a survey to see how many people are, would you say, fluent in ASL or? Um, how would the survey go about? How know. would we target? We could put out a request saying we're looking, you know, for an ASL interpreter or something. I think you're looking in terms of the data. You're trying yeah. to find out yeah. how large is this number, right? right? And so I think unless we partnered with the town clerk, somebody that's in taking information, yeah. because obviously if you come to the town and you want to register to vote, you've got to stop at the town clerk right. office. Um, and that's, again, assuming that this person wants to register. So right. I don't know where this data resides. Sometimes you can pay for this data, too. You Although can, you, you also, you register to vote and you get your driver's license. So you don't have you to. You don't have to, though. No, I know, but there's yeah. multiple ways. Yes, so multiple ways. Precisely. To vote yeah. So that's a great point. I mean, it's, it, I like the idea. I just don't, mm -hmm. how would we go about it? That's yeah. kind of where I'm at. Like, where, where would you target that group? Yeah, I don't know. Because um, we don't really have access to a master distribution list, like emails, right. things like that. Um, I think the only way to start would be to, and I don't even know if we could access information at the town clerk, if we were to say, you know, do you have addresses for every town member? Can we mail something yeah. and I then sort of target the it that way? board has addressed this at all. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. So, all right. So that that's was a cute all. Too. What was? That's a cute for leaving. Oh yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like let's keep on track. No, we're we're at the end of it. It was just literally the miscellaneous wanting to start the conversations around ASL. We'll make sure we put that on the agenda for next month so we can sort of define sort of what events we may want to use it for, what what groups we want to target, how we go about looking for that data. I can call that you know the that state, state facility you know because i mean it's a, it's a state office right mm -hmm. that you can you put in your request yep and then they'll connect you with an interpreter so i'll i'll see what i can get information wise in terms of what the actual process is okay um and just what, and just share with the group what that would look like um okay there wasn't any um request from like the public it, no, was, it was just an idea that okay. I had. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a great idea because I know we, we talked Absolutely. about it. Yeah, we definitely talked about. Maybe the state will have some information on the number of residents who, you know, communicate in ASL um, by town or something. I don't mm -hmm. know. It, 
that's possible. I don't think they'll have the granular information, but they may. Yeah. I don't know if they'd share it, but they definitely would have it regionally. I would think so. Mm -hmm. Just as a, yeah, a question to ask if you're if you're going to talk with them anyway, mm -hmm. just to sort of understand what the what the demand might be for it. Mm -hmm. I will also send an email to Tracy, um, our town clerk, just to find out if that information mm -hmm. is gathered yeah. in the town, because I'd imagine it has to be gathered somewhere. And I'll start there, and she could either direct me or say, yes, the information is here, and no, I can't share it, or this is the process by which you have to follow to get that information. Right, right. I can send an email to just to see if that's something that they even collect. All right, any other thoughts before we take a motion to adjourn? I have one thing I wanted to mention. So uh, just circling back on the equity audit that I had mentioned last month, um, I did reach out to them when I saw the focus groups come out, and they are focusing on families with kids in district now. Mm -hmm. um, so there isn't actually a plan to reach out to families who have already passed through the district. I see. Okay. Um, so I just wanted to let you know, because initially I think we thought that yeah. would be part of it. Mm -hmm. And we also thought that they might look at the survey that was done, the private survey that was done when um, Superintendent Pernatino was here. Um, and we weren't sure if they were going to do a comparison, if they had access to that information, because you kind of have to know how far we've come, mm -hmm. right? And to, to know how much more we need to go or how much more we need to do. Um, so that'd be interesting to see. I don't know if you asked that question. I know we, we threw it out there right. last um, month. No, I haven't been involved in the day-to-day. -day. Okay. Um, did you ask the question? I will okay. be at the BIPOC um, equity okay. audit that's happening um, on on Friday, okay, as a backlog equity, and also for the LGBTQ um, staff. Okay, so that question um, is on our agenda. It is okay. Great. Okay. Thanks. Yep. Yeah, and you'll keep us posted. Whatever. Whatever you can share. So I know some of the stuff. <laughs> I was going to say shareable. yes. There might be some. Yeah, you know, some stuff that may not be shareable, stuff. and that's okay. Yeah. I get it. Good segue for me, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll let you go. The okay. PD has named its first LGBTQIA officer. I did Office not know that. Julie Murray, so she will be coming to some of these meetings. Awesome. Oh, I love that idea. Thanks. I mean, we love seeing you too, but I like no, no, the idea no, I mean, of rotating. No, 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 but, but definitely, yeah. yeah. For sure. She, I love that. In the school. I'm sorry, what was her name again? Julie Murray. Julie Murray. Awesome. Nice. Love it. That's great. Okay. Anyone want to throw out a motion to adjourn? So moved. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Seconded. I'll second it then. All right. <laughs> I bet you will. <laughs> all those, all those who approve for a motion to adjourn indicate by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? Any abstentions?